Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, and we're rolling and action. Just go ahead when you're ready. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I've just been batmailing on my bat phone. Yeah, can you just do the line, please? I'm Batman. No, the other line? Oh, right. Crank up those subwoofers, dude. And check this out. Pop culture escapism. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Well, hello out there. It's me, Winnie the Pooh. And don't forget to remember to stay tuned to The Riley and Kimmy Show. And don't forget to remember to keep on bouncing, says Tigger. <laughs> bouncing is what we do, and I don't do that the best. The actual uh, best bouncer is Kimmy. She's right next to me. That's right. Kimmy! And she's just bounced back from the ceiling. She's in the uh, chair, ready to uh, go on this episode of 512. I guess I'm being a little ahead of the game here. i got to make sure you are ready to go for episode 512, correct? All right, she is. Uh, we got that key behind you all cranked up, you know, turned. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have to put a key in her and turn it every time. You're like one of those, uh, you know, dolls. Oh. Yeah. Did you ever have a doll like that? Nope. One of those wind-up key type things, you know, Mm-mm. toy soldier kind of thing? Uh-uh. Neither did I. But you kind of saw them occasionally on some old TV shows and some uh-huh. things. I never had one of those. But we'll be talking about toys coming up here on the Riley and Kimmy show. We will. You know that? Yes. Because it's a Flashback Friday episode, Kimmy. That's what it is. And being a Flashback Friday episode, I mentioned we'd be talking about uh, toys. Well, here's some classic toys, or a classic toy, on Flashback Friday. I've got a new SSP. Survive! Okay, let them go. Some of the great SSP racers for 72. Scorpion. Hustlin' Hoss. And there goes Deuces Wild and Ramjet. Dig the SSPs for 1972. All with the new howl of power of sonic sound. SSP Scorpion. Hustlin' Horse. Deuces Wild and Ramjet by Kenner. Sold separately. That's what it has at the very end. Mm. Each sold separately. Now, did you have one of those SSPs by Kenner? Mm-hmm. You had an SSP. Is that one of those things where you pull the... Yeah, you pull the stick, the pull the, the, the plastic uh, black stick, and, and yeah. it sort of looked like a lawnmower thing. Uh-huh. And you pull that, mm-hmm. and it would go. Mm-hmm. You uh, you had one of those? Mm-hmm. Do you remember which one you had? No. I had the Ramjet. I have no idea. I had the Ramjet. That's what I had. Now, do you remember that they also made the, uh, the uh, demolition derby ones? Mm-mm. Oh, I mean, now, you were, now that was getting pretty, you know, pretty high tech and upscale there for me prairie boy didn't have one of those but you know those you'd have a friend with his at one end and you'd have yours and you'd have a ramp on each side oh and you'd send them in the air and they'd hit and then they go you know pieces go everywhere okay boy it looked great i never got to see that one in action okay because where i uh you know i was bust pretty far because i grew up you know i grew up out in the middle of the, the cornfields uh-huh. and um where i got bust to was to a town of about a thousand people, and we had this old, and I'm, I mean old, uh, turn of the century. It was actually prior to the turn. It was like 1890, I think it was, Victorian era uh, grade school. That you know all the grades right there combined up to high school. 
you know, right there. I mean, everybody's right there. Okay. And my grade that I remember when that SSP was really hot was like on the second floor of this old building and had these whole wood floors. And for some reason, that was not banned at school. Wow. And, you know, I get, if I remember correctly, you know, if everybody did okay, you know, you didn't cause any problems, you could play with that thing either at lunch hour or something in the room. And the room was huge. You can imagine real high ceilings and stuff. And, but those floors were great. And because where I grew up, you know, the farmhouse, you, you couldn't do this out of where I, yeah, you just could not do this on, mm. the, on the farm thing. But man, I look forward to bringing the old uh, ramjet to school to play with that. Okay. Because you race it with your friends and go across the thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I, ha- I have fond memories of that. I like, okay. to find, I like to find one of those. And I don't know if I will. But I know there might be a good chance of finding one, and that's coming up in Daytona Beach, Mm -hmm. correct? Yes. And that's at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, which is just around the corner on Sunday, June 7th. We'll have more information about that on the way here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. But right now, Kimmy, what culture put out 40 of the worst summer blockbuster movies of all time? Now, their criteria is kind of bizarre. It's not the worst moneymaker necessarily, although that can be in the list as well. It can be also the one that is, you know, it was in the theater and then it's forgotten, basically. That's mm-hmm. their list. So okay. it's kind of a bizarre list of, you know, what is on the the 40, as they put it, you know, uh, let's see, summer blockbuster, worst summer blockbusters. Now, that's the key. Summer blockbusters of all time. <laughs> We have the entire list right at our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Whole thing's right there at RileyandKimmy.com. But I was kind of curious. Let's just see if Kimmy can get some of these that's on this list just for the fun of it. Okay, can you name uh, some of them? I got, I got the, you know, I got the whole list right here in my hands. Mm. Yes, Kimmy. Wow. Yeah. Summer. So they did well, but they were just crap movies. Um. Yes, that'd be the best way to put it. Mm. They could do well. Some were, uh, example, I'll give you one. There's no way on on earth that you would know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number 18 on the list. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Do you remember who played in Pluto Nash, the headliner? No. It was Eddie Murphy. It was one of those films that they tried to bring Eddie Murphy back with. Okay. It opened to 2,300 screens, but the comedy did not even average a dollar per screen on its opening weekend. Wow. And okay. I saw somebody, I don't know who it was, Bounce TV maybe, or Movies uh, Network. Somebody ran that recently in the last couple of months. And I stumbled upon it for just a few seconds till I was like, where, where, where is that remote? Please. That's completely forgettable because I don't even recognize that one at all. Okay, so that, that's an example of a tank at the box office that's on this list. You know, mm-hmm. one that's really bad. Okay. Uh, are there ones that I've heard of? Oh, the, most of these you have heard of. I'll give you one that you've heard of. Number 25, and as a matter of fact, I think you saw it in the theater just for a little bit. It's one of those you may have walked out of. I'm not sure. Number 25 on the list, I'll give you the actor. You tell me the movie. Matthew Broderick. Godzilla? Godzilla is on that list. Yeah. Okay, that's number 25 on their list of a summer, uh, worst summer blockbuster of all time. Yeah. Okay. Can you can you do another one? I'll give you one from not that that long ago and I'm surprised. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got oh, one. Okay. I got one. Okay. Um When the Earth is still with uh, Keanu Reeves. That's interesting. Did not make that list. No. But I think that might have been a winter release. I'm not sure. I can't, <sighs> I can't remember if that was summer or not. I didn't look at that one. Okay. 
Um, one that's on the list, I'm surprised you didn't mention, is Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Oh, yeah. Can you tell me who was the new Indiana Jones supposed to be? The one the the hat was going to be hand off to, and it was kind of in the film. Oh yeah, the one that's has been now. Uh, uh, can you tell me his name? Ooh, did you forget him? He he was a a very hot property for a while. Mr. LePew or. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can do this. Oh, my gosh. Shia, I've already forgotten. Shia LaBeouf. There you go. Yeah, he was supposed to be. Oh, he was Indy's son. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, close enough. He was Indy's son, technically, yes. in, in that. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that I wanted to walk out of that one. Yeah, I remember that. So there, there's one that's on the list. Now, one from a recently, not that long ago. I didn't look at the you know the year, but I think it's maybe a year old, maybe two. It's on the list at number 36 is R.I.P.D. Do you remember who starred in R.I.P.D.? It was a, a duo. One was an Academy Award winner. Nick Nolte? No. He looks, or, like, no, 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 he looks um, like Nick Nolte in that kind of... Jeff Bridges. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Academy Award winning Jeff Bridges is in it with whom? Who was the, mm. who was the eye candy to lure people into yeah. R.I.P.D.? The bad Green Lantern guy. Green Lantern. He's the new Deadpool. Damn it! <laughs> he's going to be bigger than anything. He's, he's uh, seriously. He yeah, is. I, yeah. I don't like him. What's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yes, Ryan Reynolds. Now, did Ryan Re- Ryan Reynolds's movie you just mentioned, The Green Lantern? Did it make this list or not? Yes. All right, Smarty. What what number did Green Lantern come in at in the forty list? Forty being the worst, and number one being the four. I mean, number one being the worst. and uh, Number four. Uh, uh, no, he's 19. Yeah. He's 19 on that. <laughs> Should have been four. I, I can't argue with you on that one. Some others on the list, and maybe I'll get you to raise your hands. Hey, I, I know one. Rocky Four is on there. Okay. Did you ever see Rocky Four? Nope. All right. That's with, you know, Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren in there. Mm. You know, Dolph. That's where, you know, Russia and the United States box. And Apollo. I uh, Doesn't he die in that one? It? I don't know. I think he died. I don't remember those that well. Okay. They all run together. Right at the very, at, no, kicking off the list. Starting, maybe this will help. Kicking off the list at number 40, Kevin Costner has a film. Waterworld? Waterworld is there. Next one, I totally forgot this even existed. And I, I, I mean, the name was barely familiar. And I forgot this actor was actually in it. Number 39 you tell me the movie. I give you the actor. You tell me the lead. I don't think you can do it. Hudson Hawk. I have no idea. Bruce Willis playing a singing cat burglar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making these up. Okay. I, I, no. I Yeah, I don't recall that one. Okay. okay. Arnold comes in at number 38, Kibby. What would Arnold's movie at number 38 be? And he, it's not where he guest stars. It's where Twins? He, no, oh no 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 that's successful i don't even think that oh, was oh. Uh, no no he, he's got a couple here <laughs> to be honest and he's in one well as a guest one of star. those terminator movies the one with christian bale uh let me see where we at here uh i lost it terminator 3 actually rise of the machines uh that is mm. there but the one i was talking about it came out at number 38 is last action hero oh I don't know. Did you ever see that one? I don't think so. And of course, his Batman and Robin appearance comes in at number 12. Can you tell me who played the Batman? George Clooney. Who played the other villain besides Arnold? Uma Thurman. That's right. 
And, and who was the new breakout person as a superhero in that film? Oh, Alicia Silverstone. As Bad Girl. Mm-hmm. Horrible movie. Tommy Lee Jones was also. No. No, no, no. He Long. was in three. Never mind. No, he, uh, wait a minute. You want to, yeah, he was in number three. Yeah, with, yeah. Okay. With Val Kilmer. That's right. He played Two-Face. Yep. That didn't make the list. That mm. one, that one's not on there, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that should have. You think so? Mm, yeah. Did any of Tom Cruise's movies make this list? Oh. Any of them. The Die Again Repeat movie? No, that one's not on there. No. No. Um. So you do think some of his films made it? I'm sure. Okay, just looking real quick here, because I didn't, uh, you know, mark these. Ones that did make, that I'm seeing real quick here of him is, uh, let's see. Oh, Days of Thunder. Mm, do you yeah. remember that, the race car movie? No, I, yeah, I remember the title. I didn't see it. Touted as a Top Gun on a Racetrack. Production was so rushed for this film that Tom Cruise received his dialogue through an earpiece during scenes. Hmm. Wow. I've never seen it, actually. Mm -mm. So I don't know how bad it is or not. Mission Impossible number two, Tom Cruise, is on the list at number 29, Kimmy. Okay. And there might be another one. What about the one where he was like a... Let me see here. uh, Uh, There was the movie where he was a a bartender at some island or, or, or at some... I don't know. No, I don't see... Well... I remember what you cocktails is... wasn't that cocktails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cocktails, no, not on the list. No. Nope. Well, how did I know know that one? One that should be on the list, number twenty six, Superman, number three. Who was uh, in that movie? Richard that... Pryor. And he got paid more than Christopher Reed for that film. Okay. And uh, yeah, Jaws made it. Jaws: The Revenge with Michael Caine, and he just won an Academy Award when he uh, huh. did Jaws: The Revenge, which I never saw, and it actually uh-uh. killed the franchise. Uh, that one did. Planet of the Apes, Tim Burton, Mark Wahlberg. It's oh, on the list, yeah. number 22. Actually, I like some of the soundtrack, but I didn't care for that. It's right there on that uh, list as well. Battlefield Earth, starring whom? John Travolta? Yep, number 14. Remember that? That was a that was a tank as well. Number 10 on their list will upset some. Star Wars, episode what? Which one made the list? Episode one. Title? Phantom Menace. That's right. Jake mm-hmm. Lloyd probably helped. Thank you, Jar Jar. And thank you, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> Those two may have helped. Mm-hmm. And and George Lucas for directing and the script. And there's plenty of thank yous out there for that one. Next one is number nine, Kimmy. It's a Sandra Bullock movie. Which one? Wow. Um Miss Congeniality? No, no, Speed 2. Speed 2. Now tell me this, did your boyfriend Keanu Reeves star in Speed 2 or did he say no way? He said no. That's right, who took his place? I don't recall. Jason Patrick took his place in that one. Huh. So, and I don't, uh, do you ever see that one at all? Uh-uh. No? Uh-uh. No, 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 I'm sorry. Another one, Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Oh boy. It uh, is on the list as well. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End made it at number 13. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Ooh, ooh, I got another. Lone Ranger. Not on the list. Really? I'm not certain if that was a summer or a winter release. I don't I remember. I thought it was summer. I thought it was too, but somehow it did not make this huh. list, which does not make sense because at number, uh, well, getting close to the number one slot is Spider-Man number three. 
mm-hmm. which I agree. You just see uh, the piano scene, and that does it right there. Another one, which you did not mention, I'll give you the actress. You tell me, you will, you're, you're just going to go, bleh, the minute I say the actress. You ready? Mm-hmm. Halle Berry. Catwoman. That's right. And she won a Razzie for that one. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, right there on the list as well. One that I thought you would name, and I, I don't know what's wrong with you, Kimmy. You did not name it. I thought you would name this one. You did not name it. It surprises me because you've heard me talk about it. You've actually banned me from picking it up in the budget bin. They call him Howard, Yeah, Howard the Duck, and anyone who wonders why the $35 million George Lucas production didn't uh, start Marvel in making other films and stuff like that, uh, you just need to watch it. You obviously have never seen it. I've only seen parts of it. Oh, and do you remember Marty McFly's mother in it? Mm-hmm. And she actually sleeps with the duck in that movie. Nice. Oh, yeah. Very Nice. I don't know. If you, you find it in the budget bin, maybe somebody in your household will let you bring it in to your bat cave. That's nice. Uh, it's been prohibited, banned. I am not allowed to bring this one at all. Even if somebody gives it to me at the upcoming Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, June 7th, Sunday, I, I cannot bring it. You've already told me. If somebody even gives me that DVD Blu-ray, I, I don't even know if it's on Blu-ray. If they give me that video cassette, <laughs> or I, I assume it came out of video cassette, we know it's a DVD. I am supposed to toss it out the window, find the nearest you know trash can, get rid of it. You know, do not bring it back to the back cave. You made that quite clear. Now, one that's on the list, I it's they're kind of being tough with it. Um, I I like it to be honest. Parts of it, not all of it. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that it's being rebooted though, which is kind of interesting. The one that is on the list. Okay. Okay. It's not the number one. I'm not going to reveal what the number one one is. And you can find that, right? It's actually a tie, what they have at number one. It's kind of complex why it's a tie. They explain themselves quite well. And we have that right on our website at RileyAndKimmy.com. But this one is one that's on their list. It's like, oh, let me take a look here real quick. If I can see it, it's, it's in the, I just saw it there. They're number 23 on the list of bad. Here it is. One that stars... One of your favorites, Kimmy. Sean Connery. Can you name the movie? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Meeting so notable a recruit to this newest generation of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. League of what? There have been other times when a danger upon the world required the services of singular individuals. Oh, very curious. Alan Quatermain, Captain Nemo. I know of Mr. Quatermain. And I know of you, Captain. Rumor has it that you're a pirate. I'd prefer a less provocative title. Did you ever see this movie with me? Yes. Because I, I did. I picked it up out of the uh, recycle bin. I mean, out of the budget bin. Mm-hmm. And I have it. And there's parts of it I find enjoyable with it. It is that steampunk thing going on. It's based on Alan Moore's comic book series, uh, which I love the comic book series. There, there are elements of it I liked. I don't know if it was ahead of its time a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. You know, um... Can you name any of the other actors or actresses in that? Um, the chick that played Nikita. Yeah, I played in La Femme Nikita. Peter Wilson played uh-huh. in that. And that's maybe um, one of the reasons I kind of liked it. Can you name the guy who played uh, her love interest in it? And I played Dorian Gray. 
Uh, can you name who it is? I've kind of forgotten. He played a vampire once. He played Lestat. He played the new Coal Shack on TV. Oh, Townsend. Stuart Townsend was in that as well. See, there's moments in it I think are quite, and even Nemo is, to me, is at least based closer to a Jules Verne type of, uh, I mean, true uh, Verne type of uh, character. Fascinating film, but there was some things that just didn't, you know, follow through or, you know, didn't, it just didn't have that, that spark, you know, to carry it through. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was actually up against at the, at the time, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, um, but the movie does have one thing to its title, one stink to it. It is the movie that caused Sean Connery to retire. It was his last film. Oh. And I know he bankrolled it, part of it. I don't know how much he got hurt with it because, you know, just because it was nailed maybe in the box office uh, nationally or domestically does not mean worldwide it hasn't paid for itself, you know, with rentals and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know what the standings is, you know, with that one. And also, I think it also caused uh, Alan Moore to really divorce himself even more from uh, film studios. He was not. A, he's never been. I don't think he's ever been happy with anything that's ever been done. Mm. Um, but definitely not happy with that one. So that's uh, part of the list. We have the complete list available right on our website. And what is our website, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com. Yes, RileyandKimmy.com. And by the way, just around the corner, we were talking about something. We were talking about toys and we were talking about comic books. As you know, I'm quite keen on comic books, especially the ones about superheroes. Yes, and all kinds of uh, comic books, horror and uh, everything. You know, there were Western comic books, Kimmy. Hmm. Did you know that? Romance comic books, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, back in the 50s, 60s, and clear in time. Of course, ghost ones and, you know, light horror, and then eventually more hardcore horror due to Marvel and Curtis uh, comic books. Curtis was one of their uh, subsidiaries. They, the way they hid uh, uh, what they were publishing, in a way, they made more of a, you know, more adult-themed horror things. One of my favorites being Dracula Lives. Okay. Yeah, and I hope to find some more Dracula Liz. Almost have the entire series. I almost have it. I'm trying to you know piece it together here. And there's a good chance I might be able to do that by going to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Show, the big uh, Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. I should add toy and collectible convention right to that. It's happening Sunday, June 7th. It's in a larger venue. The con's being held at the Embry-Riddle ICI Center. Now, that's in Daytona Beach. And it starts at 10 o'clock on Sunday. Be sure to tell your friends you can have an entire day there. It goes till 5. Admission is just 5 bucks. Bring kids because you know what? Bring your whole family. You got nieces and nephews. Bring them all because if they are 12 years of age and younger, what is the price, Kimmy? Free. You can't beat that at all. And they will be welcomed at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Here is something that's really cool. Random door prices given away all day long. Mm-hmm. 100, and I believe the number, it may have changed, I mean more, but last I knew, 120 vendor tables selling comic books, toys, magazines, trade paperbacks, vinyl records, collectibles, and so much more. And we know somebody who's bringing a Pac-Man puppet for sale. Mm-hmm. The, you saw the Pac-Man puppet. Mm-hmm. The Pac-Man puppet is uh, visible on our website at RileyandKimmy.com, also social media pages. Um, what do you think of that Pac-Man puppet? Uh, interesting. Yes, that'd be one way of putting it. I, you know, I knew you wouldn't let me bring it to the back cave. Thank you. I, well, I like Pac-Man, and I want that thing, but I did not do it. I, I said, you know, I'll let some other person out there who loves Pac-Man as much as I, or maybe more, and it will be at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Stop by the vendor, Carousel's Collectibles. You can see the model 
right there. The person who's modeling the puppet. And that is Jim, the owner of Carousel's Collectibles. You know, he was quite happy to uh, show the puppet to me. I bet he was. <laughs> he sure was. He was a happy guy. And by the way, we talked to Jim on episode 511 about what he is bringing to this big event, the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. And there is a costume contest, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. I'm curious. Do you know maybe one of the judges who will be at the costume contest? I think I do. Uh, and who is that? It's... You. That's Kimmy. Right. Yeah, that's right. Kimmy is one of the judges. Yes. You were asked to be a judge. And who's one of your other uh, judges? Do you remember? Winecoop? Yeah, that's right. The director himself and actor. Uh, he'll be there with you as well. I don't know who else is wrapping up the uh, judge list. Mm-hmm. But I know you two are for sure judges in the cosplay contest. Are you gearing up for this? Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, you're going to be a rough judge? You're gonna be nah. like, you're gonna be like, are you guys gonna do like something like on Dancing with the Stars? You're gonna hold up, no. are you gonna hold up paddles or anything? Numbers? I don't think so. Do you hold up, you know, one and nothing like the Olympics thing or something? No, N- nothing like that. I don't think it's that technical. Oh, okay. Anyhow, and by the way, uh, we'll have pictures of that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Costume contest has. $300 in prizes. It's open to all ages. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you got people in your family that have never cosplayed before, costumed before. This is an opportunity to do that. It will be fun. Nobody is brutal. They're very nice in these type of environments, and it's a fun thing. And if you're, you know, somebody who's a seasoned costumer, cosplayer, please tell your friends about this event and head to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention and that is Sunday, June 7th. Not that far off. We're just a little over a week away if you're listening to this show the day it is uploaded. There's comic book artists there as well. I just spoke with one of them uh, via you know Messenger, and that is Sean Service. He is gearing up. He is ready to sketch for you. He has prints available. Also, uh, we'll do commissions. Those are more high-end, you know, detailed drawings. And he has samples of his brand new comic book. you got to check this one out. It's it's fun for the entire family, and it's called Mandy. Sean is just one of them. Can you name one of the other artists who will be there? Austin Janowski will be oh, there. a friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. Austin will be there, and he will be sketching, I assume, as well. I know he has prints and has sample published material available as well. And, you know, I'm not speaking on his behalf. He might be doing commissioned as well. I don't know. And one way to find out is go up to these artists. They're all very friendly. I'm just And these two I just mentioned, you know, there are others there who are very talented and very gifted. And you'll have an opportunity to pick up maybe a uh, gift for Father's Day, maybe a graduation gift or a birthday gift or a gift for yourself. Something for the nerd is right there. The geek. Maybe you're a geek and not a nerd. I mean, or maybe you're both, you know, uh, which are you? Kimmy. I don't know. Okay. Freak? Probably. Because remember, you, those are all welcome right here with the Riley and Kimmy Show. Nerd, geeks, and freaks are all yep. welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show. And we have more information available right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And before I forget, Kimmy, there's also some other people to see at the show. You can actually meet some members of AMC's Walking Dead. It's a chance for you to meet actors Chris Harrelson, Stephen Vining, and Tim Proctor, and that's all at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, and there's other celebrities who will be there as well. More information right on their website, the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, and we have that right on our website, which is what, Kimmy? 
rileyandgimme.com. Yeah, yeah, and I still think, you know, we got to add the word toy show, right, to this collectible mm-hmm. toy show, pop culture memorabilia show. Boy, I'm making it really long. Yeah. But there's just so Keep much. Keep it short and simple. Well, but I'm trying, you know, when you say comic books, some people go, oh, well, I don't really like them, you know. And let's, there's a ton of toys there. I mean, there's a. And collectibles, yes. yes. There, there is a ton of toys, collectibles, pop culture things, lunchboxes. And yeah, w- once again, a lot of toys. You might even find toys like this. Slinky toys are fun toys. What walks downstairs, a loner in pairs, and makes a slinkity sound. A spring, a spring, a marvelous thing. Everyone knows it's slinky. It gives a big lift when wrapped as a gift. A very likable toy. It's falling in place, brings smiles to your face. Something kids can enjoy. It's slinky, it's slinky. For fun, it's a wonderful toy. It's slinky, it's slinky. It's fun. Fun for a girl and a boy. And slinky mobiles with big slinky wheels and pistons that move as you go. It makes a great sound when you pull it around. The driver's an old-timey fellow. A slinky dog, a slinky train, many more wonderful toys. You tug the string, they do their thing. They're great for girls and boys. They're slinkies, they're slinkies, really wonderful toys. They're slinkies, they're slinkies, they're fun for girls and boys. Slinky, Slinky Dog, Slinky Mobile, all Slinky Toys sold separately by James Industries. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.